you all for being here. So this is the last of our Get to Know Your Church series, and we're closing it out with a bang today. Uh, we've got Kathy Graham, Director of Lifelong Christian Formation, and Susan, Susan Oates, uh, Director of Youth Ministry in the Diocese, and some folks that they brought with them. Yep. And so we're very happy about that. Thanks for coming today. Um, <laughs> let's pray before we start. Gracious God, thank you for... Uh, this first day of the week when we can gather and worship and gather and share fellowship with one another. Lord, we invite your spirit and presence to be with us today and with uh, Kathy and with Susan as they make their presentation and with the young people that they brought. Thank you for the ministry that they do. Enliven and fill our hearts with your love and a sense of your spirit during this time. As we pray in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Do you want to start or do you want me to? Well, good morning. Um, thanks for having us here. Um, Blake uh, contacted us and uh, was telling us about the um, <coughs> the series that you're doing, getting to know your church. And so um, he invited us to come and uh, well, he invited me to come and talk about youth ministry and how the young people can get connected with the youth uh, with the youth ministries around the diocese. Um, and I also wanted to include Kathy. She's also new at the diocese. We're both kind of in our first year there in our jobs um, because she does lifelong Christian formation, and we're very uh, much interconnected. Um, I served for five years at St. Stephen's Episcopal Church in Birmingham as one of the youth ministers there, and uh, kind of they, they raised me up in youth ministry. I wasn't really sure I wanted to do this. In fact, I thought I didn't want to do this. But um, they helped me change my mind, and now it is a huge passion, and I really love what I do. I have a great job, and I have um, I get the, the privilege to work with young people from all over the diocese, and it's just a really great thing for me to be a part of um, empowering our young people to be leaders and empowering them to live into who God has made them to be. So um, we're really excited to be here today to help you see the ways that that can happen. And my friend Kathy is here too. I started, I've got about 15 plus years in parish Christian children's ministries um, at Ascension in Vestavia and then at St. Stephen's in Birmingham. And I think I attribute my start to this journey to this position way back when I was um, a youth, a young person in the church. And I was invited and encouraged to help with the um, preschool Sunday school and to help lead their children's chapel service, which I in turn grew to love. And then that drew me to be more in love with church when I was in college and then kept gravitating back towards teaching Sunday school, leading children's chapel and, and whatnot. So I encourage you to sometimes look for that spark in your young people when they you know, express an interest in finding that, their niche in the church. Um, I am an educator by trade. I have taught um, preschool, kindergarten, and first grade for about 20 years. So um, I've had lots of experience with um, children. So my position is lifelong formation, and our youth that came with us made a comment on the way in. Um, I'm learning more about the adult 
end of that since I've all, for so many years been concentrated in the children's piece, but I'm branching out and trying to learn more and more about um, things for adults. And I'm finding that with a lot of the research that adults need some of the same kind of things that children need. That um, adults don't always want to come and just be sitting and having somebody talk at them. They're just like the young people. They want to interact with each other and form fellowship groups and do some activities. So we're going to do a little activity with you today and make you have to get up and, and move around some. Um, but if you'll notice around the room, I brought some of the resources that we house at the diocese. We have what we call the resource center, the resource room, where um, my job is to help keep those areas updated with new and um, interesting resources, curriculums, whatnot for all, again, cradle to grave. So there's all kinds of things. So we have videos, DVDs, books for parenting classes, Bible studies, weekday, confirmation, baptism, all kinds of things. I also chair the Department of Christian Formation for the diocese, which have, through the years have published quite a few things that are helpful to our diocese. That scope and sequence over there, your, your parish should have one. Every parish should have one. If you don't, let me know and we can get you one. But it helps you look at kind of where you need to go with Christian formation from birth through the time they graduate from high school. So you can kind of look at that as you're building your programs and, and ministries and stuff. Um, there's also a handbook for um, youth ministers when they first start. There's a handbook for <coughs> Christian ed directors when they first start. We're currently getting ready to roll out a family ministry project. It's going to be piloted by four churches this spring and presented at PLTE and hopefully by next fall every parish will have one this summer and y'all can start trying to use that with some family gatherings in your community. Um, so uh, afterwards, if you have any questions about any of those things, please feel free to contact me. And you can email me or call me at the diocese if you ever want to come look at what we have or if you want to just know something, if you're looking for something in particular, hey, do we have this? Can we borrow it? You know, I can look and, and get it to you. Um, one of the things that I do and my job is work with the diocesan youth ministers and um, there are about 35 youth ministers and some are full-time paid some are part-time paid some are strictly volunteer and um, <clears throat> that is a, an area where I am hoping to grow and be able to do better so that's another reason why I'm really glad I'm here I'm getting to meet Jason and um, hopefully we'll meet some of the others later um, but the other piece that I do is I work with the youth department. <clears throat> and the youth department um, heads up a lot of different youth activities throughout the diocese, throughout the year. And so I brought three of, <clears throat> three of the members with me so that they could, um, you know, like I said earlier, we're empowering them to be leaders. And so I wanted them to come and help with this presentation. So if y'all will introduce yourself, Logan, you can go first. Okay, so I'm Logan, Logan Oates, um, I'm the YDTO this year. Why don't you tell them what parish you go what to? Parish? Okay, <laughs> I go to St. Simmons, um, which is in Bethel Heights. I'm A.G. Passy, and I'm a member at Logan Youth Department, and I also go to St. Stephen's. I'm Ward Tolliver, I am a Birmingham representative, 
and I go to St. Luke's in Birkenhead. Thank you. All right. Well, okay, so now we're going to get y'all moving around. Um, you will have a puzzle piece underneath your chair. So what we'll need you to do is pick up your puzzle piece and um, so what we're gonna what we're gonna do with these puzzle pieces is um, in good morning, come in. Um, we'll we'll spend the next. There's a puzzle piece under your chair that you'll need to grab. Um, we'll spend the next couple of minutes with you all trying to match, put your puzzle together with the other members who are holding puzzle pieces. And then if you can sort of form your puzzles, kind of, we'll have a group in each of the corners, and then we'll have a discussion. But first form your puzzles, and then we'll talk about it. How many puzzles Four. Four puzzles. Oh, that took so much fun out of the blade. I think we can try It's dead. I shouldn't have told them. Yeah. Yeah. You and your logic. <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn. All right, ready, go. Popcorn. 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 Watch out, what you got here, Rob? Rob, come here, buddy. Fruity Pebbles. He's got Fruity Pebbles. Oh, Blake has Fruity Pebbles. There we go. Let's see. Oh, that's Fruity Pebbles. Over here. There. Mary Francis, right here. Oh, yay. Are you Fruity Pebbles? Oh, we got another Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, I don't know if you got it. Yeah, I think he just got it. Rob just got it from him. He's got a heart. Aw, a heart. Who else has got a piece? So, if y'all can, if I can have your attention. Okay, so as you have formed your puzzles thus far, if you will kind of make a circle with chairs around your puzzle piece and we're going to give you a little piece of paper to use for discussion. So gather around the puzzle. Gather around the puzzle. Gather around the puzzle where your piece is. Are you a fruity puzzle? No. Are you a fruity puzzle? Pop secret pop cool. You guys sit right there. Sit right there. Terry, you sit right here. You can be a pretty pebble, yes. Lake is a pretty bad. Hey, Rob. Oh, there it is. Okay. All right. Sorry, Kathy. Oh, okay. Here we go. 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 Here we go
situation with invite inspire transform and I'll give you a couple of minutes if you as a group if you want to kind of brainstorm some ideas why don't y'all with the idea of trying to make your puzzles outsiders that's that's a great idea so the idea is how do we make our puzzle complete it's how do you respond how do you connect well, I think David has a bunch of pieces over there. Well, I just didn't have enough seats. Oh, okay. I thought the fact that some of them didn't fit perfectly or either had missing pieces. What do you say? Well, our group did. What was your answer? What, what did you think about when you thought about that? Well, we just thought that if they didn't fit together perfectly in flying overlap, then it might be just someone helping. And then we just put the sickness in the middle, like being the heart of the church. Yeah. Any other group has something they want to share that they were discussing? I know I heard, I heard you saying something over there uh, about yours. We should just combine them all. Well, we were missing no, a piece. Before that. Oh. Um. When you were using this, these words, invite, inspire, and transform. <laughs> that was like five minutes ago. Uh, what did I say? Wait a minute. You were, you were trying to sing very well. I can tell. You were trying to figure out because you had missing pieces what you could do to fill in that. Oh, gap. you're just going to take somebody else's pe piece, invite them over, and then just cut it and make it big. <laughs> what was the word you used? Transform it. Transform it. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. That was somebody else's there you word. Go. I can't speak that well. <laughs> Um, I think we talked about how it's okay that not all the pieces are there. Just embrace it. It doesn't have to be complete. There's room for growth. Acceptance. That's our word. Okay. Yeah. Anybody from this side of the room? I think we usually come down. 
there might be weird pieces, but you just should invite those pieces to dinner anyway. <laughs> exactly right. Because weird is all in the eye of the beholder anyway, right? Um, what's normal? Exactly. What is normal? Why be normal? Yeah. What's normal? It's your your own worldview. It's what you think is normal, but what's normal to me is not normal to anybody else. That's how I define it. Did anybody have a complete Two kind of popcorn yeah, groups. Mm -hmm. right, who wants to share from both of the yeah, popcorn groups? What you got on the inside? Yeah, kettle corn or whatever. Top secret group. We had the top of the box, and they had the bottom of the box, so we put the two together. Everybody knew what's what. That's right. But the there's bottom. still this big gap right here, so I thought. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We were the top secret group, and uh, we were just considering like the possibility of combining puzzles. How maybe. We could invite others, other groups, other things to join in on our big picture. You come but up with a gap with someone else. It's like, but it didn't match. Is it have to? Does it really matter if it matches? <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> so thinking back to this activity and back to what you see on the charter for lifelong formation in those three words, invite, inspire, and transform. What did you see that you were able to think about and to do that might pertain to lifelong formation with those words? That you did with the puzzle piece that you might could do in your life? I think every, everybody can have a hand in it. You know, it's, it's um, you, you would have a leader of the group, the leader of the church, but it's, it's like, Blake says it's the community within the church that's really the church. Same thing with service towards our callings or whatever. Everybody, every little piece helps build the, uh, the, the effect. So it's our, it's our compounding of all our gifts uh, or distractions. And no matter what size or what shape, it, it builds the what we should all strive to do. I'm done. <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> we did see inviting, like I got invited and David got invited because we had kind of the odd pieces and then we saw people trying to, to transform like, and then together and the and all of it. I mean, you have to be inspired to try to figure all this stuff out. So, I mean, it's, I see what you're getting at. <laughs> and, and people come in all shapes and sizes, and we bring different things to offer to the, you know, the whole. And, and sometimes um, those gaps allow for, you know, different sizes and shapes to come. Yeah. Improvements or growth and uh, new experiences. If you, but full, I think, if you had a full puzzle piece, you probably would never think about doing anything different. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah, you get kind of stagnant. Sometimes you might think you have the, the full puzzle and you really don't. I see how, um, you know, the idea of invite, inspire, transform, they're all interconnected. I mean, you kind of, you almost can't have one without the other because, you know, you can invite someone and in doing so, 
you are inspiring them or they are inspiring you and you are changed by that through the transformation. Um, in being invited, you're on the receiving end. You know, there's, there's two sides to all of it. Um, and that's, that's a huge part of what's happening in youth ministry because what, um, you know, what this developmental stage is all about is that kind of leaving childhood behind, letting go of, of that stage of your life and coming into this new stage of young adulthood and what does that mean and all the questions and doubts and um, experiences that you have on your own to practice and form your own faith and own it for yourself, separate and apart from your parents. Um, and that's not, to, do not hear me say youth do not need their parents anymore or there's like this <laughs> severing. I think that is a, a huge myth. Um, parents are absolutely still the number one influence in young people's lives. Um, throughout their adolescence and even into life. I still call my mama <laughs> when I need help. But um, it's just to say that they are becoming their own person and they are becoming, um, you know, their own Christian person. And um, I wanted the young people that I brought with me today to kind of talk about some of their experiences, some of the offerings in the diocese, and some, you know, maybe a little bit if there's, do we have time if they can talk a little bit about how they may have been transformed or inspired, if, if y'all can and I'll do say, that on the fly? And if y'all will think about ways, not only that um, that pertains to, to your group, but in these areas of what would you do about what the role is of other people from the congregations of all ages, mm -hmm. how they play a part into helping these programs work that it's not just youth department and youth leaders in each in each church. It needs to be everybody you know, taking on, on a role for these events and things to happen. And if you, um, you know, in order for youth to be in the church, you've got to have children in the church. So it starts from when they're babies. So again, that lifelong cradle to grave, um, you know, making sure there's something for everybody. That's actually, um, I mean, I had little little kids and when I joined, I still am. And my previous church, I'd stopped going for a while because they didn't have nursery care. Mm -hmm. And then I got to have my son. It was like, there's no way. Mm -hmm. Sick in church with him. So it's actually having a, a place that the little ones mm -hmm. enjoy. And right. That was a huge, huge mm -hmm. blessing. Um, can you stand up and talk about the lockdown? Well, of course. Yeah. Did you have a question? No, I was just saying, look beautiful. <laughs> I, I hope y'all will get a picture of that. <laughs> An amazing transformation. Yeah, transformation. No, you're good. But um, I was going to talk a little bit about some of the uh, youth uh, events that we have that can offer a sort of transformation, a sort of involvement, something that can really inspire. Uh, one of the things that we're having, actually, our next upcoming event is a little lock-in slash diocesan convention. Um, we really want a youth presence in this diocesan convention, so we're thinking about having a really fun lock-in for the youth, you know, get them excited, and then um, go to the convention and really just make a really crazy entrance and have a lasting impression and be like, this is our youth, we are involved, we have seat, voice, and vote, and all that stuff. So that's our next upcoming event for one. Um, and where is it going to be? It's going to be Church of the Ascension and right. Montgomery. And what day? It is February 22nd. Right. Okay. You, sh you should come, just saying. 
Can Elby, I mean, AG talk about her sister? I did that one time. Talk about what's next after that? Sure. Um, after the lock in, our next event will be Right to Spring. Uh, this will be our second year to have it. It's a combination of Spring Break Conference and EYC Convention. So it'll be a fun retreat during Spring Break. Um, and it'll also be the time when the Youth Department and um, all of the people there will have an opportunity to vote and select the next year's Youth Department. Um, it'll be March 15th through 17th, and registration is already open. And where is it? It's at Camp McDowell. All right. All right, and then another opportunity we have, it's more of a spiritual retreat focus. Um, it's called Happening. It is my favorite. Um, so, yeah, and then I think Molly, she's going, and um, it's like a weekend retreat, and a lot of the events that we host, we have a lot of fun at camp, and then there's a program section, but this one, like the focus is on spiritual formation, and it's, it's so much fun, but it is the first weekend of March, March, yes, first through third, yeah, so. Grace Church next. Yep. Because we have a couple people signed up for that. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Mr. Including an adult. We have an adult group. Yeah. Awesome. So, I'm so happy to see that there is continuance, continuation to this. Uh, I have two sons, both were happiness. My oldest son is now 48, and we were in another diocese. And he went, he was invited, he was inspired, he was transformed, and there was no follow up. Lifelong Christian formation is, is very, and youth ministry are very exciting words to me because what he said to me is, Mom, there's, there's nothing to follow up. And the one thing you don't talk to about in high school is God. And like I said, this is many years ago, and I'm very happy to see the growth in people who do talk about and receive God and that there is follow up. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, and I, I feel good about where we are in our diocese. We have a thriving youth ministry um, program across the diocese with, I mean, what the happening that Logan was just talking about has a waiting list, and it has been having a waiting list for the past, I don't know how David may know better than I do, um, from his involvement as on the steering committee. Um, and it is, I think a big piece of it is due to the peer ministry and the servant leadership that is growing out of that. And then they carry that with them beyond their youth years. And um, it has, I know Logan is also my son. Um, and so I happen to know that the involvement that he has had in the youth ministry has influenced and informed his decisions about where he wants to go to college and what he wants to be when he grows up. And um, it, it matters. But having people like Jason and David and, and other adults who are within the parish give them, you know, give them people that, who are different than their parents who are adults to connect with and, and some of them being guide like them along. Just really big. 12-year-olds or so. Yeah. Definitely. You know, why does that always make a good fit? The big 12-year-olds. But it does. Uh, in grown-up bodies. Um, but, uh, oh, lost my train thought. That's okay. Um, oh, uh, but this is what I was going to say. Another thing is that we're trying to start it a little bit younger. Um, and I'm the first.
coordinator. So I have the, the ability, more so than the people who preceded me, to focus a little bit more on the, the entire range of youth ministry. And Molly Bogan, who is from here, was the, the shepherd of the first Awakenings, which is kind of an adapted version of New Beginnings that we did this year. And we're hoping that our junior high ministries across the diocese will grow also and we can, you know, start even younger than the high school years. Molly, do you, can I ask you to share a little bit about Awakenings? Actually, we start around the middle school years, yeah. Oh, y'all have a good program then. That's great. So, like I said, I was the shepherd for the first Awakenings retreat. And it's basically, what I got from this, is a sort of like a spirituality retreat for junior highs, because there's not a lot of spirituality things that they do, and we thought, well, it would be great to sort of get them more in touch with their spirituality at a younger age, so they can muddle through it, because it's not an easy thing to muddle through, and it's like, we can give them those, get them through those first steps and take them on. We focused on five questions, if I can remember them all, I've looked at that sheet a million times, <laughs> was, who am I, who am I in relationship with others, who am I in relationship with God, whose am I, and then why am I here? And we spent the weekend doing different talks and stuff that sort of show them like you are who you want to be and you're gods or you're whoever you are whoever you want to be and it was a great it was great to watch them grow and they the seeds of their spirituality were planted in them and they just grew through the weekend and we're hoping that it will continue on to do that and set them up for a great rest of their time in the diocese and it also kind of speaks to that peer ministry because we had high school people who were the counselors and so it gives the high school people the opportunity for growth and development because they have to do some inner work to prepare to give a talk or lead a small group and so it's good for them but it also is good for the younger ones because they build that mentoring kind of relationship and make a connection with you know those people who are in their small group and they remember you know they and and some of the small group leaders um, even carry it a little further and send them a letter or call them or Facebook them and, you know, kind of stay connected. And so there's that um, spiritual friendship and bond that's being made. Um, I don't want to take up all the time. You may have something more to add. Um, it's page 10, so I'll just keep going. All right. Um, then we have some, uh, okay, I've got a few of these left that are on the piano and the, this brochure outlines the youth ministry offerings um, that they just talked about. And then we've got this green one that is also on the piano, and it outlines the youth, youth mission and outreach opportunities, and um, that's coming up for the summer, in addition to summer camp, um, which is at the Camp McDowell website. You can see all those session dates. Um, but just kind of briefly... If, um, who can talk about special session? I can talk you? about special okay, session. Okay, good. All right, so special session is an outreach opportunity, and it's for people with either mental or physical disabilities. And this past summer, I was a counselor, and that was my first year. That was like one of the most, to use one of the words, transforming experiences of my life. And it's incredible. You also but, recommend this group, right? Don't you come <laughs> But it, it's not easy, but it is it's incredible. Um, what else did she do? 
Um, okay, let's see. Who's going to talk about Sawyerville? All right. Um, Sawyerville, if you've heard of it, it's um, it is a day camp that we hold in Hale County, Alabama, for uh, economically challenged um, children. They where they wouldn't have an opportunity to have such like a, a fulfilling or really eventful summer at all. But we, it's free of charge. Any person who's 16 or older, as of September 1st, can be a uh, staff member, and you're going to be with a group of kids. You lead them. You you facilitate conversations. It's really fun, and it's probably my favorite outreach I've ever done. And I've done it for two years. It's just wonderful. Um, this summer, there are going to be three sessions of it. It's just gaining. And they're in this brochure. In the brochure. It's gaining so much popularity. It's a wonderful experience. I recommend it. Is it a day camp? It, it's a day camp. You stay in Hale County uh, in Greensboro, Alabama. And they come in the day and they leave around 3 o'clock. And you just get to know the staff. You get to know your campers. It's a wonderful, wonderful experience. So the, it's the staff who go to Hale County and stay, but then the the campers are from Hale County, and they come this way, yeah. Um, for both of those that Logan and Ward were talking about, special session and Sawyerville, there are ways that the parish at large can connect. Um, I'm going to leave this with you, um, and, it, and it lists a variety of ways that the parish can support anything from going and providing a meal for the staff in the evenings, to providing goggles or towels, or you know, swimming is one of the highlights of the whole camp for the the kids who come. And even prayer partners. And prayer partners is another huge way. So, um, lot, lots of information is included here for for Beyond. Um, I'm going to leave that with you. And also for special session, they're they are uh, trying to promote ways that people. I think they're trying to raise awareness about what it really feels like. To be there so they're inviting people to come um, you may want to bring your parish and be the person be the group that hosts the ice cream social or you may want to be the group that comes and sets up for the dance or the talent show and I hear the talent show is like the highlight of the week um, everybody's got talent and uh, and they show it <laughs> so um, I just kind of put that out there to you if that's something that you're interested in um, there is contact information on the website at Camp McDowell, and uh, so people of all ages can be a part of that. Um, in Anniston, there is a, did you, were you trying to get my attention? I was going to ask two questions. Okay. I don't mean to interrupt your channel, but. That's okay. Um, so I was just rushing. I know, put it on the I know one of the most uh, moving and transforming experiences that I've had has been those times when I've gone on mission trips. Are there any mission trip opportunities for the youth, or even for adults, uh, through the diocese? Yes. Tell us about? Yes, there are. Um, let me let me come back to that though, because um, I want to kind of continue on with the Foothills Day Camp, which is a day camp in Anniston, and it's kind of like the Sawyerville of the North, and so young people who are um, at least 15 years old can go and be. The staff for that and so you go and you stay overnight and you are the small group leaders you are the arts and crafts leaders you um, you're kind of the, the big brothers and big sisters of the campers that come and so the campers who come to that event are from the Aniston area and again it's free of charge it's a it's a ministry through 
Grace Episcopal in Anniston. So that's a way for outreach. Um, for junior highs, who's going to talk about that? You young people back from here? Okay. Um, kind of like a local uh, ministry thing is uh, doing the summer for thriving 7th, 8th, and ninth graders. It's one of like the first opportunities for them to get involved um, on the diocesan level. And you stay in Birmingham, downtown Birmingham, and you paint houses for people that can't afford it. Um, it's a lot of hard work, but it is a very great way to join a fellowship and um, give back to the community. Um, that's the first week of June, June 2nd through 6th. And um, that's for uh, people who are going to be entering 7th, 8th, and ninth grade the next school year. And then there will be a senior high mission trip that is still being designed. So I hate to be so mysterious about it, but more details are coming. <laughs> We're looking at some opportunities um, in the Appalachian Trail in Atlanta, New Orleans, and uh, South Florida has something that looks really interesting. So in the, in the next week or two, we're going to finalize the plans, and um, the information will be available on the diocesan website. Um, and these are great ways for uh, the, the diocesan offerings are great ways for smaller parishes to come as a youth group and connect with the church at large. Because you are a member of your own parish, but you're also a member of the diocese. And so it just kind of gives you a chance to uh, expand your circle a little bit. Um, we just threw a lot of information at you, so I encourage you to pick up some of these green brochures if you want more information. All of the contact information and price and age requirements are included. But are these brochures also like available online at the diocese? Uh, the, well, the information is on the website of the diocese, okay. so yeah. Just in case we run out. Oh yeah. Holy Apostles also sends a youth delegate as well. You do. I forgot yeah. about that. You do. I think that's that awesome. is a, an awesome way to get youth connected into the life of the church. I mean, it's a really, it's one of those things that it's kind of, it makes me think of the idea that I always harp on that church, that youth are not the church of tomorrow. They are the church. They are the church of today as well. So thank you for asking that question. Um, and Logan and AG had a great experience yeah. last year. They they learned so much. Do we have time for them to talk about that? What, what time is it? Do you have something you could say about that? Well, because we have our own convention that's going to be at Rites of Spring this year. And it was really interesting to see how the big people convention kind of compared to our convention and just to see how the dynamics work and really it's just on a bigger scale with a lot more voices and everything and maybe some more serious issues but there, there's definitely a lot of similarities.
Yeah. <laughs> I would ask one question. We okay. have our confirmation teachers and high school Sunday morning teachers uh, in this room as well. Are there resources that the diocese can share in terms of curriculum and yeah. ideas and programs, those kind of things? The diocese has actually written a curriculum for. Okay. Do you have that here that some of these teachers could take a look at? I don't have it. I don't have it here, but I, I think it's out with someone right now that's supposed to return it soon. But I can get it to you. It's a good one, and then we also have some others. That are um, written by that one over there that's Christ Down Forever, that's the baptism one. There's also a confirmation one as well. We've got a copy um, of the confirmation one that when we started yeah, a couple years ago and then Rosemary's kind of changed that a little bit. But. A lot of people use that book that's right behind your head, that, um, <laughs> My Faith, My Life. They would use a lot of the things in there um, during confirmation. That book is written uh, specifically for you about the Episcopal faith. Uh, and has some really great things. And she also has a website with the leader's guide and some really good hands-on and walk-around kind of activities and things that really reinforce some of the concepts in there. And the one for adults is right beside it, Your Faith, Your Life, um, as well. And um, she, the author of that is a friend of mine. So if you, need any, if you are interested in that and need anything more from that, I, I have a direct connection and get you um, any materials from that. And did you say that the online, that's the online thing? Um, who are the confirmation teachers? There's a bunch of them. Rosemary heads it up. Where's Rosemary? She, she got five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's about six or eight of them. So you are one of them too? Who else is in, who's in this room? I'm just curious. Jim, I'm not going to get a stab at In the senior high, but the lollies. What age is confirmation? David. David Lawler. Okay, great. In relation to Jacob Lawler? I think so. What age is confirmation? We do six, seven, and eighth grade. So we've kind of got a, we do a year on tradition, one on reason, and one on scripture, and sort of just rotate that one. What other questions do you have? This is probably completely a tangent. Why is it called Christian formation? That is about as opaque a term as I can imagine. Is I agree with that. Who came up with that? When did they come up with it? And is there something that it could, you knew that anybody's come up with that it could be called? Oh, it's a little more. Well, it came up several years ago, and it's because we are formed as Christians. And so that's where, where Christian formation came from, to take the place of Sunday school or... Christian education, because it's not just what we learn, it's what we become, what we experience, what we do, how we're formed and transformed that make us who we are as, as Christians. So that's the, and it also kind of speaks like the the, um, the idea of having Sunday school, mm-hmm. um, calling it Sunday school is, you know, kind of puts it into that box and that time slot. That's the only but it's time. so many other things, it's acolytes, it's you know, mission trips. Logan does altar guild. There are, you know, kids who do other things that aren't what you typically think of as youth group or Sunday school. And so it's that that whole inclusive idea of how it all kind of feeds into the ongoing formation. I see your logic. Good question. Any others? Okay. 
see that y'all use godly play with your younger children, and I don't know if any of it try to talk um, some of the language I was using from that mythology, but when you were doing your exercise, I kept asking, I wonder, instead of asking you specific questions to give me a specific answer. I was using the I wonder questions to make you dialogue and converse with one another and think about the many ways instead of the one right answer. And that's a really important way for all of us to try to learn and to realize that there's not always one right answer. Because sometimes be when you only have to answer the one right answer, it's intimidating. And so you don't you don't try to answer it. You don't try to explore what it could be. But if you're free to just I wonder and cross after ideas and whatever the next then dialogue takes place and you're able to kind of think it through and bounce off each other and build community and see what you can get from, from your thoughts and thinking out loud. And that's something that can be used all age, not just in a godly play place. Well, I guess at this point we'll just, I'll, I'll close us out in prayer and Kathy and I will be around um, between now and church if there are any other questions and uh, well and actually we're planning to join you for Eucharist so we'll be around afterwards as well um, so thank you for coming to be with us and giving us such a warm welcome so the Lord be with you also with you gracious and loving God we give you thanks for this wonderful group and this community and um, we give you thanks for the spirit of you that is in within within each of us and um, interacting among each of us. And we ask that you continue to fill us with your awareness and your power and presence and help us to, to reflect your light and life to others that we encounter. Um, we ask all these things through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you all. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Good luck next year.